0: Welcome to the Nerdy Bible Podcast. The Nerdy Bible is a nonprofit aimed at bridging the gap between Jesus and the modern world. We believe that the greatest way to learn is to wrestle, especially when it comes to our faith. We exist to provide a space where questions are welcomed. Doubts are discussed and all are invited to pursue a deeper understanding of who God is. Today we kick off Season 3, Episode 1 of The Chosen. Here we pick up right where we left off in Season 2 as Jesus delivers the Sermon on the Mount. We also follow Matthew as he faces the conflicts of his past and Andrew as he visits our friend John the Baptist in prison. Jesus also gains a new disciple that goes by the name of Judas. We are very excited to talk about Season 3 and we're glad you made it this far. Let's jump right in to today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Chosen Companions series. My name is Mike uh, from Showboys uh, and I'm joined as always by my trusty uh, friend and co-host James from the Bible.com. How are you doing tonight, sir?
0: Good, man. How about you?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, doing well. Um, excited. It's It's been... A minute since we've recorded and we have two episodes brand new well to me brand new but I know I know they've been out for like a month in theaters but uh, season three has started uh, on the angel app the chosen app wherever you stream the chosen Uh, these episodes are now available episodes one and two of season three have been out um, and we're excited to get in and talk about it because these two episodes uh, there's a lot to, like you were saying before we started James, a lot to unpack <laughs> here yeah. in these two episodes. Uh, so I'm excited to talk about that. I'm excited to talk about like new chosen. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is first, first viewing first time, you know consuming this uh, so excited about that um, I'm excited to talk about something that I I don't know what happens next. Like, this is going to be a first. There's going to be a lot of firsts for our podcast series tonight. Um, Hmm. I mean, like, technically, we know what happens next, but, like, we haven't seen episode three, and we're recording episodes one and two. So far up to this point, we've seen every episode that comes after what we've recorded. So uh, excited for that. Um, First off, uh, what did you think of these episodes? Actually... First off, before that, how was Disney? Uh, oh, it was great.
0: Haunted? Yes, I did. Um, it was a fantastic time. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice. It's been a long, long week. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Disney was great. Went to um, Hollywood Studios. Got to see Toy Story Land and Star Wars Land Ooh. and all the lands. So nice um except not Disneyland because that's on the other side of the country but yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney World now it was pretty cool though it was uh it was a magical place everything you um, dreamed of well yeah i just i think now that i know it uh, it felt like we were in the wrong place at the wrong time every moment at the well <laughs> hollywood studios was fine magic kingdom was like it was it was stressful, man. It was like, you know, and my daughter's six month old, so yeah, that
1: probably old. yeah. So
0: it was really a trip for me <laughs> and to get my daughter a bunch of uh, you know Disney stuffed right. animals and stuff. no, but it was just like everywhere we needed to be, we were like 15 minutes behind.
1: Mm.
0: So like we missed a lot. It's just next time it's gonna be like, I'm gonna sit down couple days before or a couple months before i'm gonna draw out the map i'm gonna you know we're all right in all the places i'm yes. gonna have it all mapped. yeah you're that's... gonna
1: be the matthew of your disney trip
0: correct and, yes. and so nice. i learned quickly um i'm 34 and i just made my first trip to disney and and so <laughs> um the next one will be uh much more uh <laughs> efficient <laughs> now but yeah then had a wedding and and uh a long, long, long trip home.
1: Yeah, uh, your your travel Oops, I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> your travels sounded uh pretty yeah. adventurous on yes, your way yes, home. Yes,
0: they were. <laughs> Apparently it's uh it's completely legal to Um, oversell your, your flights. (laughs)
1: Yes. And then just give people seats away.
0: Yeah. And that's that's
1: cool. Thanks.
0: You know, me, my wife and a six month old standing in the middle of an aisle and in, and in the air airplane, (laughs) in the airplane, standing there, (laughs) everyone looking at us, like some of them sympathetic, some of them very angry that we're like, but like, I'm sorry, we paid for our ticket a long time ago. And Yeah. uh, that didn't matter, and so the answer is no. We did not not get on that flight. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> got on, got so, right back off.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, um, instead of sleeping in an airport with an infant, we bought another plane home. That got delayed. Oh, Flew into no. a different state. Drove a rental car like it was like <coughs> it was like a movie scene. Everything that you could have possibly happened happened. So, but no, uh, we're home. Um, you made it. Yep, two thirty a.m. last night. <laughs> so yeah, no I'm here and we're ready to ready to talk.
1: Nice. Um, uh looking forward to it. Um Man.
0: It's the week before Christmas too. It, in it is. In case you're time traveling here with us. Yes. I know Mike's releasing things differently than yeah, I I, th- th- am. I think at this point. Um I'm not sure I understand. All... <laughs> my wife, watch is my watch talking to me. They don't. Under... All right, go on. <laughs> perfect,
1: perfect. Uh, she, I mean, she's welcome. I mean, yeah, if she she's to... got anything to say, yeah. she's more than welcome. Um, yeah, I think at this point, uh, all all the episodes on the ShowBoys platforms are released, and um, this episode will be what today's Tuesday. Uh, I'm gonna have it out and uploaded tomorrow. So. Uh, On our end, we're going to be kind of caught up, and um, with that being said, you know, uh, we're going to be covering both episodes one and two in this episode uh, for Mm -hmm. Showboys. Um, I know James is going to split them um, on his end, Uh, but yeah, there's a lot to, to uncover here, so... Uh, let's just roll up the sleeves and get right into it. Uh, the This first episode starts off, uh, we, we're, we're telling a little bit of Matthew's backstory, which is really important um, to touch on uh, just further into the episode after you hear the Sermon on the Mount, how it affects Matthew, and then uh, the end of episode one and in the beginning of episode two. It's very important. Uh, but we see Matthew's father uh, being arrested by a Roman centurion here um, for delinquent taxes. Matthew comes up. This is of course um, prior to this is a flashback 8024, I believe is what it said. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Matthew comes up, basically saves his father, like tells the Roman like, Hey, you know, it's fine. I, I miscalculated. He's, he's not past due as, as bad as we think. Um, and, you know, trying to do his father a favor by, you know, protecting him. Uh, But Matthew's father is not interested in his protection. He's, you know, uh, rather upset and disgraced that Matthew is even a tax collector, let alone, like, you know, um, in this district, like, hounding his parents, right? And uh, in this scene, the, the main takeaway from the scene, Matthew's father just straight up disowns him in, like, the most savage way ever (laughs) he's like not only does he disown him but then he's like tells his wife matthew's mother like uh go go in shut the doors close the windows we're gonna have a seven day uh sheba which i believe we discovered earlier in uh past episodes that that's basically like a funeral ceremony (laughs) Mm -hmm. so he's just like yeah i'm disowning you as my son and you're dead to me you're literally dead to me we're gonna mourn you for seven days like brutal
0: yes <clears throat> yeah no it's a pretty pretty brutal scene <laughs> with that and i like how they jump to the next portion of uh, you know that is a back was it backsplash uh, backflash <laughs> or uh, flashback <laughs> a flashback it's a flashback into you know giving context into you know what we already knew about matthew it's not mm-hmm. anything different you know we knew his father disowned him but i like how it jumps to the actual um you know the the sermon on the mount Yes. And, and so what we see right here is Matthew, it's like, this is him speaking to Matthew. Yeah. You know? yeah. And and then we'll see, we'll see more, we'll, we'll talk more of that, um, later on, but yeah, of why that, that is, you know, foreshadowing something I would say. But yeah. Yeah. No, I like how they, they jumped to that and, and you alluded to this last, last podcast is that, um, he seems to be writing, um, this, this sermon on the Mount to his own people, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I think that's, you know, in my eyes, I was thinking about Jesus and thinking about all these things as I was watching these episodes. And I was like, Oh, like, I wonder if, if he brought on these disciples, these different disciples with different personalities with different ideas, like, you know, for this better, like frame of reference for the people that he's speaking to. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And uh, when it, where it cuts into the sermon, it's um, basically like uh, the part where it's like, if you're coming to bring a, a, an offering to the altar, but you know, a brother has a grievance against you, like set your offering aside and go uh, reconcile and then bring your offering. And Matthew's over there with his, his paper and his, his little pen And he's just, you know, getting wrecked right now because that flashback is playing through his mind. And like you said, uh, I really like how they cut up the sermon here, like edit wise in the episode. Um, You know, we get camera shots of like the people that the each section kind of applies to, like the the whole like, don't be anxious. You know, it's not going to add an hour to your day. What's worry going to do for you? That whole thing. Trust in. Uh, The father and, like, the camera looks at Andrew, of course, who's Mm -hmm. over there having anxiety texts left and right about John. Um, And it it does that throughout, like, the entire sermon. Um, And I just really like uh, some of the editing techniques that they do here. Um, I always love it when they they make cuts where you kind of have a voiceover over shots where even like Jesus is not saying what you're hearing, but like the way that they're editing it, it I, I love, I love what they did here with the sermon. How they cut it up is is really good. Um, but yeah, what did you think about the deliverance of of the sermon here? Because it takes up a a big chunk of the episode, obviously. Um,
0: yeah, the and first I think it's... ten minutes or so. Yeah, and I think it's two to three chapters too. And I think we discussed that last time in in Matthew, that it's a nice big chunk of Mm -hmm. scripture. Big section, probably the longest red chunk of red and in in the you know, like ongoing dialogue in one sitting, you know.
1: Um Um, after the sermon's over, we kind of get some shots of reactions and one of which is Yusuf, our <laughs> our Law and Order uh SVU or PVU um Pharisee victim unit guy over here. Uh he was in attendance and this seems to you know maybe have some some of the wheels turning in old Yusuf's brain here. Um it looks like he was affected in some way which we'll you know get to eventually uh, later on in the episode, um, Judas's master teacher uh, salesman was there. I, I kind of really like this interaction where the, the teachers like, Oh, could you like that guy was amazing. Could you imagine if we could get him to sell for us? Like just thinking of ways to turn a profit into what, like, not mm-hmm. like money profit, not like profit, profit. Um, yeah. 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 uh turn Jesus into prophet, Right. And Judas is like, <laughs> I love the interaction. He's like, yeah, I'm actually going to go with him. And he's like, I'll sue you. And he's like, you can have all my money. I don't care. He's like, I'll <laughs> sue him. <laughs> he's like, he literally has nothing you could want. <laughs> I just love his, his reaction. Just like, I'm going to sue.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, he is quick to it. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then Judas goes to, um, you know, goes backstage to see (laughs) the tired Jesus eating. Um, He's got
1: a VIP passes. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, and this is where, this is where Jesus is kind of, whoop, my goodness. Um, Jesus is kind of just, (laughs) well, Matthew's being ridiculous, and it's just like, he's like your typical, like.
1: Classic Matthew.
0: Just in your face, like, read the room kind of thing like can't yeah. read the room you know but um yeah so <laughs> you know and sends him away kind of like thank you matthew but like you know please <laughs> so but then judas has come comes up and he and this is where he calls him right i mean this mm-hmm. is you know but it's different than all the other callings right i
1: yeah. mean
0: it's it seems different
1: You want to, before you take us through this, uh, there was one other notable, uh, attendee or attendees, I should say, and that is Gaius and Atticus, um, our favorite Roman guards and Roman, uh, for lack of better term, CIA agents, uh, here, um, and, and Gaius is another one that seems to be, uh, perplexed or intrigued by this sermon, um. Atticus is, like, talking to him about it. Like, hey, isn't this going to be crazy when we tell Quintus about this? And Gaius is just, like, staring straight ahead, does not say a single thing to Atticus in this whole interaction. Um, and we'll see again later on in this episode and the next episode um, that Gaius is clearly affected by... He, he You know, we're, we're kind of seeing almost what I'm seeing is almost like a Nicodemus type reaction to Jesus by Yusuf and Gaius. Like even Atticus a little bit where they're intrigued and something in them is kind of like being stirred up. Um uh-huh. do you kind of see that or no I do. Kind
0: of... I, I guess this this time running because I watched this in theater and I didn't pick up on that with Gaius and then watching it this time I did with, with he just um is quiet. You know, he's like, just uh, I don't know, just quiet. Well, he didn't say anything. He's just uh, I'm trying. There's a word I'm trying to think of, like maybe introspective. Like he's just oh, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like, there's something, there's something going on up there in his in his yeah. uh, in his his brain, right? <laughs> you know, like right. something's something's moving. Some, some neurons are firing and something, <laughs> and you know. And so, yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that, but I can't pick up on, uh, Atticus. He just, he just, uh, I don't know. Like there's, <coughs> he's like one of those things where it's like, he's clearly like spiritual mm-hmm. and he believes something and he's just like, cool. Great. yeah, yeah. But like, I think he's just probably, you know, so familiar with Roman gods that are more mm-hmm. of like uh, just a slew of slew of just gods that are personified, you mm-hmm. know, into, into whatever um, thing. So he doesn't really seem like phased in that. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah. like he just, it's not that he even like disbel. there's any disbelief, you know, he's just kind of like, I don't know. I can't read him. I can't read him. Yeah.
1: If we were to order the those three Yusuf guys and Atticus in mm-hmm. in a list of like who seems to be the most impacted and to least, I would say probably Gaius number one, mm-hmm. with Yusuf being like just like a very high two, like just underneath. Gaius and yeah. then Atticus as like the least of the three. But I think something is, is going on it even in the, the slightest bit just with an interaction he has with Simon Z on the rooftop in episode two, where he's just like, he's like, I just like, what it. who is he? Like, what is he? What's going to happen next? You know? Um Whereas the other two kind of seem to be like, I don't know what, uh, slightly, deeper level than maybe Atticus, but <clears throat> my wife and I were talking about Gaius and I, I did like the probably like most simple Google search on Gaius to see if he was, if this character is uh, like an interpretation of anyone from the Bible. And yeah. apparently there were a few named care people in the Bible named Gaius, uh, But from what I saw after like two minutes, like I'm when I say simple, it was like I clicked on two things because I was still watching the episode, like that kind of simple. Uh-huh. But this person in the show, guys, does not seem to be somebody pulled directly yeah, named yeah, yeah. a named person from the Bible. Um, but I was talking to my wife after watching episode two because in episode 2 we see more of him of the wheels turning with him and it makes me wonder if maybe this is going to be my bold prediction so this is something we do on showboys and companion series we 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 throw out bold predictions for the season or right. like a series prediction i don't know if it, i don't know if it'll happen this season but what if gaius is the roman soldier Whose daughter dies and comes to Jesus and asks her to be resurrected?
0: Yeah, I thought of that um, because there are different centurions, right? Do they, mm-hmm. did, do they name them like that, or do they actually? I can't remember if they actually name them um...
1: in because I think that, I, like, I'm, I've started reading Matthew uh, again got like very close to the end and then got a new Bible actually shout out, got a uh, spirit filled study Bible, which is the first study Bible I've ever had in my life. And it's like amazing. If you've Fantastic. never read a study Bible, like you should get one cause it will change your life. Um, so after I got the study Bible, it's like, well, let's go back and start Matthew again. So we can get all this extra commentary and notes and stuff. Um, so I, I believe that story is in Matthew, and I don't think that person is named in scripture, but um, I believe it's a Roman centurion in scripture. I'd have to double yeah. check if it says centurion or or soldier or just Roman. Um, mm-hmm. Was that what you were asking?
0: Yeah, that is, okay. I, I couldn't remember if they refer to because there's a few. I I think within actually there might be actually something in, in uh Acts too. I can't remember. Um I'm for some reason it all seems blurry right the second. But <laughs> probably nothing uh, to
1: do with you getting home well, at 2 30, right? Uh,
0: no. Nah. No, but but the <laughs> I mean l- law of probability is gonna say that like you're you you're basically intersecting you know, um Roman soldiers, Roman citizens with Jewish um, the Jewish culture yeah. or well, yeah, this at this point, it would have been Jewish and I was like, But yeah, so Jewish culture. And then, so it's like it. You're going to have that intersection and you're going to have, you know, people that believe just as you have Jewish people that do not believe and that Jewish people that do believe. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so like I, I don't see it it's it's i I feel like it's probably happened a lot more so even if this was not um i guess where i'm going with this is even if this is not that that roman that you're referring to Mm -hmm. i mean this is i feel like this is very highly probable of a of a character plot of somebody that was there experiences it and transforms you know from just seeing yeah yeah i mean you have i mean even now you have heavy atheists that transform from that certain certain element of, of, uh, you know, of, um, I don't know, uh, some sort of inspiration that they're feeling of sort of something with this, you know what I mean? It's just, so it's like, I think it's highly probable. So yeah, it probably happened a lot more often than we even think, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's all. (laughs) No, no.
1: Uh, that's good. Um, do you have any, uh, you have any, Thoughts on Gaius becoming a a bigger story from the Bible or do you, are you just thinking he's just going to be like, what exactly what you just described?
0: I don't know. Um, I honestly, I don't know if I, if I'm buying it that he's going to be that one that you're predicting. So I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm with you on that.
1: That's fine. That's fine. It's a bold prediction.
0: No, it is. It is. And so I don't know. I think I don't know, though. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're trying to do with uh, with his character development. Um, and maybe it is just one of those. Maybe it is what you're predicting. Maybe it's just somebody that they're trying to, you know, kind of fall in line with what I was saying that, like, you have these you're it's going to intersect no matter mm-hmm. what you do. You take two cultures and you put them into one space and they're there. Like this is what's going to happen. It's yeah, going sure. to be inner changing just as the Jewish people probably brought on a lot of the Roman characteristics. And actually there's a lot. Well, in, like you see it with in,
1: Matthew <laughs> in the uh-huh. show. He like adopted a, somewhat roman lifestyle <laughs> yeah so it's not and it's
0: been a long time since i've read romans too but like even after like you see you know speaking to the roman people speaking to this and so like he's speaking to jewish people within the roman culture you know so it's like hmm. you're there's going to be an intermingling of of cultures no matter what when you put them in two cultures in one spot you know
1: yeah for sure
0: um so yeah and like this isn't like a, a melting pot like kind of united states is this is literally two main cultures major cultures that are intermingling like you know what i mean obviously there's inspirations from greek and you know, all the different yeah. but like you know what i'm saying so yeah no it's I, I don't know i think it might just be one of their kind of like a third party to it all you know nothing specific but like <coughs> a character that they wanted to develop to kind of give more context to mm-hmm. the cultures.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's uh that's that's my probably prediction. way more accurate than my wild <laughs> one. Um but I'm just I'm throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See no. what happens. Sometimes you just helpful.
0: gotta, you know, throw out some throw out some bold ones.
1: Yep. But uh, but yeah. You going to walk so, us through this the the calling of Judas I mean,
0: yeah, I don't really, you know, I don't feel the need to like walk one by one with it, but like he sits down and, and it's like, what do you say? He said, uh, let's see here. Um He kind of comes Judas. See what's different about this was that every other one, Jesus in some way sought them out. Yeah. And what's different here is that it seems that Judas is seeking him out and there's um you can tell i (laughs) so first off my wife we were on vacation and she's she's read a comment on the chosen and she she saw that somebody said um on dallas jenkins that he he needs to repent um (laughs) because uh because for basically developing judas's character (laughs) in in like uh in in I I can't remember what the comment, but like almost like in a sympathetic light, you know, yeah, like,
1: yeah. oh which yeah, I mean Judas really, was a person and like was yeah. a a vital role in the fulfillment of what yeah. was supposed and to it, happen.
0: And it's the most ridiculous comment I've ever heard in my life. First off, um, because yeah. well, I don't know, man. Like they have to develop him. I mean, and you know what they it was. Re- no matter what do you think like he came on and and it was just a constant like all right, there's right here we see jesus calling him right he judas pursues jesus jesus calls him and it is a weird kind of interaction you can tell jesus is kind of like like all right follow me buddy you know like i know what's you know and but everyone else they don't see that right and and jesus doesn't make that clear to anyone especially in these like they're like he's like hey welcome judas and And so like, I think it's almost like <clears throat> it's almost um, naive of us to kind of just even think that it was anything different right. that like he wasn't perceived as a normal disciple, just as Simon Z was and and uh Simon, you know, Peter yeah. and and all of them. <laughs> Apparently, I couldn't think of any disciples. It's right <laughs> just, there. Uh, just throw like, out
1: the Simons and the James. Yeah. You're, you got four of the group. So you're exactly
0: good. no, but like. <laughs> It's it's going to seem normal, and they're all going to just have those normal bickering and kind of yeah. like struggles that a new group would have in this type of thing. So, I don't know. I think it's like when to that person that made that comment, like just stop.
1: Right, and just I'm just stop
0: because you know this I'm going is... to
1: continue my my bold statements. Uh, right. here here's two two in a row for you guys. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Judas probably wasn't a terrible person all the Mm -hmm. time. I think um, in an extreme way, obviously, he he backslid like all of us do in our journey following Christ, Mm -hmm. backslid into his old ways. It's just his moment uh is responsible for you know yeah the crucifixion of jesus which is admittedly massive but also needed to happen um but like i don't think i don't i don't think judas is just like an inherently evil person all the time like he he did one terrible thing but like i don't know i he he had to be like a normal person just like the rest of them, right? Or am I like way off base
0: here? No, you're absolutely right. And and so this is what so I love this envisioning of this um so I don't know if any of the listeners or you have ever looked at Dante's Inferno. It is like a it's a it's mm-hmm. an old comedy and and the point of it is to see like the levels of evil in the world, you know, and, and so really what it is, is is like basically calling it different layers of hell. Mm-hmm. Right. And the deeper you get into it, the more, um, I don't know, malevolent, malevolent, more evil you are. And yeah. so, you know, you have your regular sins, you know, that you're, that you're following, you can kind of categorize these sins in these different levels. And at the very bottom, he portrays, betray- betrayal as, As like the the deep like the the most the the most evil Mm -hmm. of them all and so and and that's where you know any of those layers of hell you know I think what he's trying to portray is like you're you're putting yourself into this hell Mm -hmm. when you're doing these or the people around you and and so all these people you see like Mary and different people like struggle Simon Matthew they've all hit these levels of of hell of these of these evils right I mean, yeah. and that's what we're really kind of portraying sin as. But Judas, he, you know, still he 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 did like the worst, you know, which yeah. is like betrayal. And, and it seems to be like you said, he slid and it just kind of it's more of like a, a landslide at that point he created <laughs> yeah. and no going back from it. And I think that's yeah. that's the, you know. Um, and my wife and I have talked about it and like, you know, people, you know, you can write all you want on my wall. I don't really care, but uh, <laughs> repent whatever you need. But yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm not 100 percent convinced that. That Judas doesn't make it to whatever you want to call heaven or you know, after. And and you know, I think it's, it, I think it's crazy for us to even like play that role. To say who's there or not, or who will be there, or whatever you want to say, if it's something in the future, if it's something you know, a new heaven, a new whatever. Right. But I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I have so much. I'm so. Man, intrigued. we could talk so long no, about can. that last about thing this, you said. This, yeah. Oh yeah, we could. No, because and, like I'm so.
1: Man, that just opens up. Like, okay, so obviously, like. He accepted Jesus for who He was, right? Mm-hmm. And that is what—that's, I mean, accepting Christ.
0: It's a number salvation, one, right? yeah. Right? It's the number, yeah, exactly. Yes.
1: Uh, and then it—it it brings up like, okay, so it's like predestination a thing like was he predestined to do this yeah,
0: exactly sure that's, that's the big argument. but like there. does that
1: mean he was predestined to go to hell would god predestine people to go to hell mm-hmm. or does he want everyone to be with him in heaven so it's like man that just opens up like a well, massive so thing other... that would be so fun but, to talk about
0: but that's exactly and that's when i when i look at that and i look at that comment i'm i think in my head i'm like man that's That's a very unthought of like you didn't put too much thought into it because it's so much deeper than that. Like you just said, like, how can you be all these things at once? And then like, have this idea that like, you're just going to simplify it and generalize it to this. Like (laughs) you, you're not allowed to, you should repent because you're not allowed to sympathize with this guy or even like put your, you know, empathize anything. Like I, I just, it's crazy to me because it's like, dude, he's, Like he was called by Jesus regardless of whatever we call it. He was called by him. He, you know, and, and I, he suffered for it too. And that's, that's the thing that I think we're missing. Like, I think sometimes when you look at it, like, I don't know, I guess we're probably jumping around like four seasons here, but like, (laughs) you know, the fact of the matter is, is he, he, he's committed suicide. He hung himself he was pro- probably distraught it's like one of those things like he he paid for it in some regard right like i mean do you agree with that or mm-hmm. okay i was cool. a,
1: a mid drink but to those audio listeners i was shaking <laughs> yes. My head. yes um
0: but yeah no so i don't know i just i i, I guess that's a sidebar here and a side rant <laughs> yeah. uh, a tangent here but like i just i I'm really intrigued to see how they develop it is because it's not an easy thing to do, yeah, for sure, and it's not, and already day one people right. are already calling for calling for uh Dallas Jenkins head oh, well, I mean uh, they've Spike, been doing that like the whole
1: time, <laughs> but yeah, it's just gonna be elevated for sure um <clears throat> I will say I don't know if it was just me like watching mm-hmm. it, but like a lot of the I don't even want to say a lot. I want to say every interaction between Judas and Jesus felt so tense to me, but like, I don't know if it was just me because like, uh, I know who these people are. Right. But like, or did you, is that something that you think was just across the board and intentional?
0: No, but that's no, I think it was across the board intentional and it was like an awkward, you know, that awkward, like you're forced to have small talk. (laughs) And you know what I mean? And uh, I know I you're introverted so like me, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And 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 so I, I would say, yeah, no, it's just this like it seems forced, you know, yeah. like there's tension, but it seems like forced. And I, I really think it's it has something to do with I really like how they had him pursue mm-hmm. Jesus. You know? Like it's it's uh I don't know, something different. I like what they did with it. Um yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, regardless of the show, they had to bring him on eventually. Like, right, he's a pretty key character yeah, in the plot, kind of neat, or like,
1: <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so, so that happens. Um, and then the group gets together, they pray. Jesus is like, Hey, you know, head back to town, uh, take some time off, you know, took a took a lot to get this sermon out there uh you guys could probably use some rest I'm I'm inserting my own uh thoughts in there but that's kind of the vibe I was picking up uh but after the group kind of disbands we have a a Joanna coming up uh to the group and she brings um news of our our favorite uh camel hair bug eating friend John the Baptist uh she is from her her husband. I believe if I'm getting this right, her husband works in Herod's court. So she has access to John and has been talking with him. He sent her here and she tells Andrew and Jesus and Andrew gets the okay to go see John. Um, And I can't, I cannot wait to talk about that interaction. That was good. Um,
0: yeah, so we got a new character.
1: <clears throat> Do you think she's uh here to stay? Going to play a big role or is that just kind of the mediator of John until John meets his fate?
0: I mean, I think she's going to be here to stay. She's clearly rich. Too, Indeed. like she's high class and and so I think sometimes too like I like what they're doing here because <clears throat> maybe this is my um own interpretation of this but like you know he still did have a ministry man he still needed to he didn't do carpentry anymore he didn't do these things that mm-hmm. like you know you get these stories of like paul later and it's like he was making tents and i think tents mm-hmm. and selling them and and doing and like he was kind of making his own way like jesus i mean you know we saw him make a couple wood pieces but like he doesn't you know have a lot of money so i feel like people like this like (laughs) they were clearly people supporting his ministry Mm -hmm. in a financial you know giving him the financial means to do this type of thing so i don't know i think she might stay on maybe not as a primary character but like influencing things in some capacity
1: right yeah because she does uh give the group like a of cloth fabric of some sort. Correct. And they all kind of, when they see it, they're like, Oh my gosh. It's from like, Nepal. Yeah. It's a very expensive, uh, fabric Nepal. here. Uh, that's all right. I, I knew what you're talking about. Um,
0: okay. So, I actually don't know which one it is. So just take a <laughs> guess.
1: Um, I will. I also want to talk about this. Uh, the next part here in the scene is an interaction with Thomas and Rama, And I just, let's get all the, like the the, teenage the rom-com stuff done here in this segment we can cover it from for both episodes here or we can just do this one let's just do this one um (laughs) i have have mixed feelings about the introduction of uh like romance into this show and i'll explain uh because it would be weird if i didn't and i just ended that point right there (laughs) um First, I think I... Okay, I'll just start out why I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it because I feel like it kind of takes away from, like, the main point. But also, in the same breath, the story the viewpoint, the vantage point we get in the show is from the disciples. So at the same time, it kind of is needed because I was, again, another conversation I had with my wife. um, Like oftentimes reading the Bible, I forget that the disciples were just regular people like Mm -hmm. me and you, like Jesus was and is the only perfect being ever right but like all of his followers all of his disciples versus a bunch of random schmucks like they loved people they you know in simon peter's case were married like that did it in scripture is it does it ever reference peter being married and having a family like, did these people have families? Maybe. Probably. I'm, pretty they sure they, regular I'm pretty sure dudes. they
0: reference Peter being <coughs> married.
1: But, like, um, so, like, that is totally logical, right? Like, Thomas liking Rayma? Sure. That would probably most likely happen. Like, the other thing that happens in episode two, I think Simon, the, the Peter stuff is in episode two, so I don't want to jump too far ahead um like
0: yeah it probably Peter's mother-in-law that's what it is it says okay yeah he he was peter's mother-in-law so so so, like these people are
1: married had yeah maybe had families like totally normal but for some reason like i don't know it just makes me feel weird like when they go to these thomas and rama scenes or like
0: because i don't think they're well i don't know i
1: the peter thing like it's just like i was just like oh this is like weird all
0: right the reason why the peter thing oh like with him and his, yeah, yeah yeah we'll yeah. talk about that later. look i i think that was more normal than i don't know i mean
1: like i'm right on the fence right
0: well, because I don't, I, I think what it is, it just seems out of place. It's
1: so out of place. That's with, what with it is. You nailed it. It, it just, it, it so does not fit with like, everything else that's happening.
0: And it, and it's the way that it's portrayed. And I think it's and honestly, I, I don't know. I can't figure it out though. I know what you're saying, and like when it happens, it almost seems a little cringy. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't, I don't. So. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Especially like I just got
1: to the part in the episode, you know, because I have it we both have it up on our other monitor while we're talking yeah. about it. And I'm like skipping through that fifteen second skip button, oh mana from heaven. Um <clears throat> it's great for doing these recaps. But I was skipping through and <laughs> the conversation uh between Thomas and Rayma behind the the, the scene uh-huh. behind the stage just concluded and we have barnaby back there he's just like like just (laughs) eavesdropping on the whole conversation and he's like giving him the double fist pump like yeah thomas you did it you talked to that girl that you like um yeah it's just kind of kind of i
0: don't know maybe maybe though i don't know i feel like tradition isn't isn't like married to like on your own accord you know what i mean it seems like it's very I, I don't know maybe it was a little bit different here as opposed to like many of the old testament things that i'm thinking of but like i feel like it's more of like a, you know i, I don't it's know it's still very Not, much
1: arranged if that's what you're yeah
0: yeah yeah that's the word i'm looking um, for. yeah because so,
1: that that they get into that in epic episode two i believe
0: like they literally it's like teenage angst in that like you know just this yeah, kind of yeah. like like uh, oh
1: does she i, I like her does you know she like thomas is know. giggling yeah and,
0: and she's giggling and it's just this you know? yeah <laughs> so no you hang and up then, <laughs> and then even on it goes to mary uh all three of them in uh um uh, why can't i think of her name mary's house yeah well no but um
1: uh, uh tamar
0: tomorrow yes um so yeah just them they're they're just they're they're doing it and you know they're oh yeah that is in this episode isn't it you know i you i like that you. i know that is that's the next
1: episode yeah it is
0: no it's in this episode and they're they're talking about it Mm. and so but you're you're absolutely right with being on the fence because you you want to say that but like i think it's i don't know i don't i don't think it's I think it's too it might be naive of us to think that they weren't right thinking no thinking, and they probably you know? and,
1: were most likely and I, right
0: and it, and it falls in line with how i used to think like you know people of like ancient you know growing up i'd think of this ancient cultures as like for a lack of better words like um primitive like they're primitive mm-hmm. you know what i mean and in and, and some capacity they are but like. You know, they're, they're not like cavemen walking around like, dude, dude do you th- know, like that's not, I'll do you one better. A- uh, so
1: my, my day job, well, this isn't even a job, maybe someday. Um, <clears throat> my job, I <laughs> research land for oil and gas companies. So uh-huh. what that entails, I get a piece of property. I take the deeds, all the, the sales of this land all the way back, like, Nowadays, it's not as far back, but when I first started and I was doing like full title research, like I would figure out the ownership for a particular piece of land all the way back to 1850, which is quite a few years away uh, from present day. We're in 2022, about to be 2023. Hey, Um, but I would read deeds from like 1880, right? Or like 1902 Uh and be like. Man, it's so wild that they were like drilling for oil and gas back then. That's nuts. They probably like, were they just riding around on like horses back then or whatever? But then I like look at pictures and I'm like, oh no, they had like machines and like trains. And <laughs> you know, yeah. like, so well, like, uh, yeah, I totally relate with what you're saying because like I that, literally every day at my job that happens.
0: Yeah. I mean, me. think about it, even like <clears throat> how they built, jeez, <clears throat> the, uh, like the temple look at these rocks they're Mm -hmm. like the way that they're cut and the way that they're like yeah you know ancient um pyramids with egypt like i mean well not even just egypt all you know mayans uh uh, just all these different different civilizations any of those
1: huge structures it's like it's just
0: you know what we call ancient does not mean that they have that like they're walking around scratching their head <laughs> with a rock in their hand and a club in the, you know, like, yeah. that's just not, that's not, it's just not yeah. accurate. It's just and a so, long time ago.
1: That's all. I mean, they knew what was up.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about it. these are the, These are the civilizations that like invented the basics of math that you're thinking of or uh, right. you know, uh, trigonometry, geometry, and, and writing and poet, like it's just, I don't know. So I think it's, it's very easy to fall into that. And so like, where I was going with this is that it's very easy to look into this culture and say like from this like narrow, like this, this, Hmm. this lens of saying like, okay, they're, they're arranged marriages. So they don't feel feelings. (laughs) They don't feel um, love and, and um, excitement and jitterish, like jittery in this, what did I just say? Jitterish. Uh, just yeah that's a word i've learned uh, just
1: say it with confidence yeah, no, and a lot of people will believe you yes
0: so yeah, yeah that jitterish feeling mm-hmm. that you get when you're uh when you're when you meet somebody new the butterflies the you know whatever and so like i think it's you know very i actually kind of like it now that we've really wrestled that i'm like <laughs> no it's still pretty cringy conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know whatever um but yeah so so we'll see we'll see where they're relationship goes and yeah will they get married do 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 i don't know
1: we'll never know but, we'll never But know. yeah
0: so so to jump around i would kind of jump around here we got a lot to still unpack with this episode. was a long episode yeah uh i mean
1: i know i know how much you love this but um it's time
0: oh come on dude
1: it's on loop so that's awkward uh, when it keeps playing that sound um no it this one's not bad because shmuel's not here we don't have yeah. Shmuel and, and and yanni um yeah it's yusuf we got yusuf and i'm interested in to see what is going on with yusuf um he like we mentioned earlier impacted by the sermon in what ways mm-hmm. we will soon find out i'm sure uh but <clears throat> we see him like writing away furiously at his desk um and he goes to, I don't know, refill his ink. And there's like a new cleric office. Jairus
0: Jairus. Jar- 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 Jar-
1: yes. Jar- um, Jar- and he's uh he's a shady fella. Let me tell you. um, Speaking in all these cryptic ways, like, Oh yes, I'm usually on special assignments for like crazy things. And, I travel a lot and get transferred all the time. It's just like, whoa dude, just like tone out the <laughs> tone down the the like weird, like I don't know, shady vibes you're casting yeah. here. Um but basically he's like you know, asking what Yusuf's writing about and he's like, oh, I heard the sermon from that Jesus guy. Like it was it was something. And he's like, Well, before you send that, whatever you're writing anywhere, maybe you should leave you it should. with me <laughs>
0: we put it in the safe <laughs> yes. until you think about yes. what you're writing. <clears throat> yeah. What'd you
1: write. Yeah. What do you think about this?
0: I don't know. I don't really have too many thoughts on it because I'm just kind of like, uh, okay. Uh, you know, like, a. I <clears throat> I have no read on, on, on him. Yeah. Yet. At this point,
1: Yusuf for the the creepy, the little, creepy guy. Little Youssef,
0: um I think things are a stirring. Something is, and he doesn't he doesn't know.
1: Yeah, because he at the end of C two, he's he's helping out, you know, the yeah. disciples, and now we got this here. So I
0: think even I can't remember what they referenced, but it was kind of like he's just kind of like, no, I don't believe this, but like I. I just something like I don't know I yeah. I can't remember what he, exactly how it played out but yeah no there's something going on in him mm-hmm. and I can't I can't tell yeah I don't know what this other dude is though I I don't I don't understand <laughs> it it was one of those things I kind of like my mind tried to wrestle with it for a moment and I'm like you know I don't know about you man I just don't so yeah
1: yeah uh, and and at the end we're just kind of summing up Yusuf's little arc here in this episode basically he finishes writing his thing. Uh, hands it to creepy dude, and he's like, "Let's, you know, put this in the vault, uh, and let it cool off." And the guy's like, "Okay, you know, no one's gonna see this except for me and you." By the way, you didn't seal this, man. He's like, "Yeah, whatever." And Yusuf leaves, and it, scroll- it zooms in on the scroll, and of course, we can't read it because we can't read like Hebrew or whatever they wrote in back then. Was it? Did they right? what did they write in? I don't um, probably at really this dumb point, right
0: it was probably. Greek,
1: we can't read Greek. So the nice little trans, you know, scripton uh, cl- captions on the bottom of the screen says uh, Actually, to Nicodemus, important. So Maybe
0: it was Hebrew.
1: Whatever Yusuf, you know, was writing and thinking of this sermon, like he wanted to get it to Nicodemus, which I find very interesting. So now I'm even more intrigued. Like, what's what's he? What did he think? What did he write? What's Nicodemus like? what does he have to know uh and now i'm wondering if he's even going to get it because it's in uh jairus's hands and i don't like yeah. his hands
0: no nope so i don't know who knows how that that'll play out yeah um where
1: do we so, go next here we got yeah
0: i mean you got you got the the love scene between a <laughs> uh, very angry simon when uh when uh, um
1: Nathaniel Nathaniel yeah, shows up which I thought was hilarious and then I thought yeah, it was, that was even a... funnier when he finally gets Nathaniel like on his way who shows up Simon Z. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, so that was a that was a fun
1: classic biblical rom-com moment, you know. Couldn't live without it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Or
1: he could. I don't know, I could live without it, I guess
0: doesn't change much but yeah yeah, no, but yeah so that's that's where we get there you know pretty much uh simon z and nathaniel are staying at at the uh at the peter house i don't know i can't i was trying to think (laughs) yeah right right.
1: um and and the the next several minutes we just get like the the group dispersing and <clears throat> basically finding out who their roommates are going to be. Cause apparently everyone's shocked mm-hmm. at who their roommates are going to be. So next we have big John James, big John, super relatable for me in this episode. Cause all he's thinking about is food. Like this entire time <laughs> just wants to get home, eat some cinnamon cakes. Big um, John,
0: you mean big James. James, big
1: James, oh, I mean... big James. Um, they find out Thomas is going to be room with them. You know, big, big James, little, little bummed. Uh, that happens you know get get some funny moments here with zebedee and the fam then we go to mary who is now rooming with tamar and rama you know they have their uh conversation of worry about not having money and all that stuff matthew comes in here Mm -hmm. and we have he he's confused you know we're kind of alluding to what we saw in the beginning of the episode because he doesn't know where to go he gave his parents his home and he can't go to his parents he doesn't want his his old home he can't go to his parents because he's disowned so he's not quite sure what to do and he just kind of like in Matthew's own way just like spills to Mary and he's just like I guess I could just go make camp I learned how to do that and so yeah, thanks for listening, pretty much. Um Yeah. What'd you think about uh what what happened here with Mary and Matthew?
0: I like I liked it. Um I mean it's like one of those things that's an awkward conversation uh because of just Matthew, but Matthew's struggling, man, and it's good it's a good struggle. It's like a, he is wrestling with he's wrestling with what mary wrestled with how do i go you know he maybe not the same thing but like he can easily go back stay at his big place he can easily go you know live this life that he had maybe not the same where you're tax collecting and this and that but like you know he could have easily gone back to this and he's like refusing Mm -hmm. because he's like he's different you know and he and he knows that and he doesn't want to jeopardize that And because i think like you know transformation we all are different but we can still act the same and that's a very you know i think there's a distinct difference there and i think that's where we struggle too is when we when we struggle and 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 you know with something sinful or whatever it's hard to jump back to that like it's hard to come back from that sometimes because you think that like, you know, now you're still not transformed and you may have not be full. You get you know what I'm saying? Like you stumbled on something. It doesn't mean that you were who you were. It means that for a moment you thought that way and that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or something along those lines. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So he's struggling with it clearly struggling with going back towards it. And he doesn't even want to try to stumble. He doesn't even want to, he's, you know, and he's still wrestling, with clearly um the the making good with your brothers right and you know Mm -hmm. um you you can't you can't you know you can't go give your your all your uh sacrifice at the altar you can't do these different things you can't do them truly with a, a vengeful or a um whatever heart you know what i mean Yeah. And so he's struggling with that. So I like that that I, I like the scene. is that you what' you think about it?
1: Yeah, no, no, you summed it up really good. Um, and while we're we're talking about the reconciliation thing, <clears throat> I want to save the the scene with Andrew and John in the prison to end the episode here uh, because there's a lot there. but uh you know it, on the reconciliation thing, um, Andrew. Uh, goes to Mary, of course, after the prison scene, um, and apologizes for the things that he said, you know, way back several episodes ago, which you know, you can see that that Jesus's words were, you know, weighing on people. I mean, the whole group, but you know, in this episode, in particular, Andrew and Matthew. Um, so Andrew goes reconciles with Mary. That was a really good scene there um matthew then um in this episode he approaches his his parents house Uh, like he goes notices his dog that he left is still there which was kind of cool a little touch um but uh you know the dog's barking he's kind of like making up his mind whether or not he wants to actually knock or like if he can actually do this. And it doesn't matter because the dog was making so much noise that his father opens the door and calls Matthew son. And then Matthew looks and then cut episode Uh really cool way to end the episode for sure. Um, and it was mm-hmm. really cool after the beginning of the episode to hear Matthew's dad call him son. really cool. Um, And that leads into a a really cool uh, beginning of episode two. But do you have, uh, do you, do you want to say anything about those two?
0: No, I think we'll, we'll jump into that when we talk about it in episode two, but like, yeah, no, I thought that was a, that was good. It was a tearjerker right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got, you got to love redemption. You got to love that type of thing. And Mm -hmm. then, so, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big baseline of, of yeah. the gospel. Right. And so, um, yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I thought, I, I just thought it was a, such a good scene. I mean, just a, it was simple, right. You know, um, he was going to reconcile, he was going to, you know, um, we'll, we'll get into it. You know, I, I don't even want to, because there's a, it's a deeper scene. Right. And so I don't want to just like yeah, jump sure. into that. It's, it's very straightforward right now. What we've experienced is he said, Alpheus, yep. Alpheus, yep. and he said, son, <clears throat> and you could see it in his face too. When he saw Matthew there. there, oh, it's different. Yeah. It's different than all the other scenes you saw with yeah. his dad. So no, that was, that was good. And we'll jump into that here shortly. Yeah.
1: So, there. um, Andrew goes and yeah. visits John. Also, I apologize. I'm committing a cardinal sin right now in anything recording anything. My throat is so dry <laughs> because of this cough that I put a
0: cough drop in my mouth, so I
1: apologize. But yeah. like water is just not solving the problem right now.
0: Yeah, I know. I made tea because I'm in the same boat as you. And um, now my tea is nice and cold. Oh um, perfect. So what did yeah, you no, but-
1: first up? like what did you think about this scene between John and Andrew.
0: Well, uh, real quick, I think we kind of glazed over it. How Andrew got here is he was tweaking and he, when he found out <laughs> that um, Joanna like would bring and he's like, I have to go, I have to go yeah. and she's. And so he, you know, <laughs> that was, was an amazing her. way
1: to describe Andrew, by the oh, way, dude, that was like perfect.
0: Was just spazzing, you know, like I am. And so I don't know I, with this scene. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on it first because you're very like excited about it. Yeah. It's and, just like, so, so what, what made this scene so special to you? Cause it seems like a special scene.
1: It's like, um, so th- the main crux without like going through line by line dialogue here, mm-hmm. Andrew is Andrew. So like anxious, worried, afraid, Very concerned for John, right? As any normal person would be if someone they knew was uh, arrested and being detained by, like, a tyrant, right?
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: John, who's been locked up, right, and uh, for who knows how long, uh, like, I, I mean, like, who knows how long he will be in there, right? He doesn't know. Nobody really knows is like the complete inverse of andrew right not a care in the world he's just excited and happy to hear about jesus's sermon right Mm -hmm. and it's just like andrew's asking him like are you okay he's like yeah whatever what what did jesus do what's new like uh joanna's there of course, she's the one who's able to get Andrew into the prison to, to talk with John. Um, but they just go through the sermon. I love their recaps where it's like, everything he said was just backwards. Like, love your enemies. Uh, you know, everything that you can think of, we just do the opposite. And John's like, oh, yep, yeah, that sounds like Jesus. Um, but just the fact that John is just so concerned about what Jesus is doing now. And that is like his hope and his joy. It's like, um, I don't know, just very inspiring. Right. Uh, it's the perfect example of not letting your circumstances define you and, um, just placing your hope in Jesus uh because in john's mind like he's gonna get out of here and he's gonna get to go and be a part of what jesus is doing right he doesn't know his fate um but like it's just every thing that they tell him about the sermon it's just like he just gets more and more excited like how many people were there hundreds no thousands and he's like doing the pot tiger woods fist pump he's like <laughs> yes wonderful that's amazing what else um And Andrew finally asks, like, John, what can we do for you? Like, how can I help you? And John's just like, help? What are you talking about? Like, you're helping me by what you're telling me. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, you want to help me? Go home and follow Jesus. Like, go home and do what he's telling you to do. Go home and be a part of what the Messiah is doing. Like... I don't matter. This circumstance doesn't matter. Like, be a part of Jesus. Be a part of the movement. Right? Um, I don't know. It was just it was it was really cool, really really cool to see. Um, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I um, I thought similar. Things I, you know, with John, the way that he's portrayed in this show, I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's fully content, or if he is. Like, look, it's not a, it's not a mystery that John dies, and he's that he's not, you know, that he's beheaded by. Um, wow, King Harry, right? Alert. That's, well, no, I'm just it, kidding it, it's <laughs> a, Eventually, you know, it happens, and and what I think that we don't know is when it's going to happen. You know, when is he? Is it? Is it now? Is it then? Is it? Does he get out of jail and he's back in jail? Um, I have a pretty strong inclination that um, he's probably not going to be leaving the cell, or if he does leave the cell, it's for you know, um, not for freedom, right? That's that's just my my guess here, but yeah. like. I don't know if he believes that. And and I'm not saying that the, the real John the Baptist didn't. I just don't know if this portrayed John the Baptist believes that he... How am I wording? I think I'm wording this wrong. I don't know if he fully expects to get out at some point? Like you said, kind of alluded to there, or even I think outright said that he's gonna come and follow He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm here right now. Yeah. He's there, you follow him. I'll be there in a little bit. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. Is it. Is it that type of perspective or is he fully content knowing that like he may never leave this cell? You know, and it reminds me of Paul. Paul yeah. did that. Paul wrote about that in, in the cell of, of, I think of Roman cell, like saying like, you know, I'm actually locked up right now, but I'm actually more free than I've ever been, you know, mm-hmm. um, in this cell locked up. And so I don't, and I think, I think what I portrayed from Paul at that point is he was okay with dying. He's free. He's so okay. And I don't know if I think he is, I think it, I, I mean, what do you think that's, what. what do you think on that? Like, do you think he's like is, do you think he's fully content john the baptist I th- is he fully content with where he is and that he can die right then and there and be completely fine
1: i think it's a combination of both i th- okay i had to check make sure my mic wasn't muted because i was muting a lot there um no i think it's a combination of both like i think he i think he is content and at any moment is okay to die but I also think, like, because I think he even says a line in there where he he's going to, like, be with them soon. Like, I think he thinks what he did isn't as serious as what it turned out to be. So in his mind, I think he expects that he's going to be walking out of that cell at some point. But yeah. on the other hand, I think also, like, if he didn't, he's He'd okay. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: As you were kind of, as we were kind of re- talking through that, I think um a, just a brave soldier came to mind. Like they're not necessarily afraid to die, but they don't expect that's right. what's going to be the outcome. They're going to live and act as though they are not going to be. right. And so maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is the the, the mindset that he seems to have, because every time I think I see him, like, every time or at least what he says and how he's interacting, it almost seems as though he's fully expected to be okay. And right there with the person that he can finally strap their sandals. Right. You know, right, like, yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. Um That's really all I got to say about that.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um And that's kind of, that's episode one. I mean, we left out the part where Judas meets with his sister, gives him his, his deed to his house, and is like, hey, I'm going to follow Jesus. Like, I think there's a lot of funny, uh, I mean, tongue-in-cheek is a bad way to describe it, but <laughs> a lot of I- ironic uh, lines that Judas has <laughs> about, like, wanting to be a part of of history and, like, <laughs> you know, like, do all these important things, and it's like, Man, if you only knew! <laughs>
0: if no, you only but that, it is. But that's another thing that it's like. There's this self righteousness that he has to him, you know. Like, like it's not selflessness.
1: Yeah, I see. What you you're know saying. what I mean. And yeah. that's it's
0: it. It's like I, I picked up on that too when I was like, man, you know, he just and 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 it kind of fell in line with me noticing that he is. Pursuing Jesus. Right. Not the yeah. and not in the same way that we perceive, you know, pursue Jesus, but like for his own glory. And, and I think that is what one of his uh weaknesses. You know, like he it's 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 not an easy thing too. like we can easily look at him and see be like, oh, you know, you're you're out for yourself. Who isn't? Right. I mean to some capacity like you know i mean if we if we act especially in America here where we're filling up our house and I got vinyl pops over there and I got this and that and like we're filling up our don't look our't look our uh yeah right <laughs> no, only, and, it, and it's and it's and it's a hard balance so it's hard to be like how do i i build something a legacy without you know understanding that like moths are going to come and destroy this you know and it's not an easy mindset i mean i don't care wherever you're at like you know but i also think it's a you know it might not be we're not all i don't think called to just you know go sleep on in the street you know And so there's a there's a line of like i don't it's 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 always going to be like a struggle but he seems to really struggle with that legacy thing
1: right and yeah Um, so there's like a line between like wanting to follow and, like, because of who you're following, like, the other disciples are, like, enamored by the fact that this is the Messiah. And, like, at the same time, what that means for people. Like, they they don't care so much that that they're involved in this, like, massive history changing thing they're just like holy crap it's the messiah what does that mean like our people are going to be free whereas judas is like holy crap it's the messiah i can be a part of like this crazy like history changing movement you know what i mean so it's like exactly like what you're saying but i didn't even really pick up on that until you've brought it up. So,
0: and he seems so nearsighted and I'm not even basing this on the show. I'm basing this on scripture and the fact that like he so quickly turned him over for what 40 pieces of silver, right? Is that what the number is? Yeah. Um, and then so quick to throw it back at, yeah. did you throw it back at like, you yeah. know, it's like this nearsightedness, <laughs> like he can't even see past his own nose. Right. So you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Awesome. So that concludes episode one, right?
1: Yes, sir. Um, Perfect. Yeah.